Homebrewed, a D&D tea party. Okay, so, let's see. <sighs> After last week's results, things should be better this time, maybe a little bit more stable, at least. It's only the second time, there may still be some bugs, but I'm not quitting. Let's just give it a shot. So, reaching out through the ether, and... Oh, please work. Oh! Huh? Greetings! What's... Hello? This is not a library. No, it is not. Uh, I, I know this This might be startling. Um, it certainly is. Maybe not what you were expecting to do with your day. Uh, but a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Eskleiner Marsire, but uh, please, you may simply call me Mars uh, for short. Um, and A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh, so friendly. Good. That, that is my hope with this experiment, to, to meet friendly, engaging individuals across the multiverse. Uh, and hopefully very few villains, if I can help it. Um, <clears throat> so, I am lonely. And oh. I just kind of want some company. Uh, I know I just popped in out of nowhere, but um, if you would feel so inclined to um, spend a little time with a total stranger, but good intentions, just just want to chat, just want to connect with other well, people and maybe have a cup of tea. I mean, sure, I could certainly use a calming cup of tea and, Excellent. well, what's this here? It's, it's a cup of tea. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> you oh, are well, certainly a powerful wizard. Yes, <laughs> I've, I've come prepared. <laughs> oh, I've just been reading up on Fey Law, and boy, that can stress stress a young dwarf out. Fey Law. The Winter Court is something not to be trifled with. Hmm. Uh, you're my second guest now. I've only I've only done this twice, but you're the second person to have brought up Fey. Um, hmm. I wonder if there's something going on. I'm going to have to look into. Uh, anyway. Um, so where are my manners? I've introduced myself, but I, I haven't asked for your name. Um, who do I oh. have the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, you have the pleasure of speaking to Brantha Lamphammer, Esquire. Esquire. I'm not an Esquire. I'm not a lawyer. No, oh, I, that okay. was a lie. Is Esquire's only for lawyers? I think, I think so. Huh. I believe so. Well, it's certainly not my, uh, my practice, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. Um, I, I was trying Brantha it out. I'm wasn't. helping out with a, a law case right now. But yes, Brantha Lamphammer at your service. And I believe you mentioned that you're a dwarf. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm quite small. The high shelves are, are difficult to reach. But, uh, you know, it's all right. Closer to the ground, less, less far to fall. I've known a few dwarves in my time. One of my best friends is a dwarf, actually. That's a surly, heavily armored fellow name of Garwar. Anyway, um, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Frantha. Uh, so, it would appear that in this case, um, the experiment seems to have um, uh, pulled us to a location I do not recognize. Do you know what this place is? Well, I certainly do. This is, um, this is 
in the forests outside the port Davenport. Are you familiar? The port of da- the forest outside the port of Davenport. I am not uh, familiar. It's nearby the world's teeth. You know where the the chunks of floating island that make up our world kind of break off into smaller and smaller pieces that can chew a boat into shreds. That's a new one for me. I'm gonna say very unfamiliar with that whole concept. Curious. This doesn't seem to be Faerun. Uh, oh, well, that makes no. sense. I, th- I think the last place was was somewhere Earth or something like that. I, I don't know. Just strange name. What is what is your world called? Where am I? Uh, Where are we? It's uh, colloquially called Earthrend. Uh, because there there was there was an earth but it was rent into many pieces and now is oh. several floating islands of various sizes in in an endless sky wow that sounds quite adventurous and dangerous i can't imagine Indeed. how many people might just fall off the edges of these floating islands we're uh, hopefully very good at climbing are... and the oh, islands some of them are quite large they're closer to being continents Oh, those are very large islands then. All right. And you you in, enjoy this life. Uh, you're accustomed to living in, in floating islands of the world's teeth? Uh, accustomed is a strong word. Uh, hmm. I hail from... My hometown is a fairly landlocked uh, town, a mining town. Uh, I wasn't oh you were you were worried about villainous characters i should tell you yes. i am a pirate oh uh not current, but former current current pirate I'm, I'm, I'm sort of between jobs i'm trying it out mm-hmm. uh but mm-hmm. it's uh i i formerly uh ran a um spirit friendly pest control service uh with my sister and my spirit companion auntie uh Ooh, would you like me to summon Auntie? I uh, yes, please. I'm always interested in these sort of uh, magical pets or companions. How does one summon your parent I... sibling? No. Oh, Auntie isn't my parent sibling. She is the uh, ancestral spirit of a colony of ants. A colony of ants, an entire mm-hmm. uh, many many ants. Then many ants uh, and summoning her doesn't seem hmm. to be working your your magical wards must be preventing her from passing into this plane uh but that's right she oh. tends to make a rough first impression because she is one giant ant made of billions of smaller ants that would be quite startling just the oh. imagining of this is is terrifying to consider but I will take your word for it that this is a, a friendly spirit creature, and perhaps, perhaps we might meet someday. She's friendly and very helpful. Very helpful, and not very mm-hmm. bitey, despite oh, the she's many, bitey. many mandibles. Oh, she, she's she bitey. is bitey. I see. But but in a in a friendly sort of way to to friends, and a, and an enemy sort of way to enemies. Ah, so uh, love nibbles to 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 friends and and uh, hate chunks. For enemies then that's accurate yes that's accurate why an ant colony well it wasn't exactly on purpose uh 
we I the mining town where I grew up uh, was nearby a sort of a swamp and mm. my sister and I would play out there in the bogs uh, and once there was uh, some young lads causing mischief pouring pouring water on an ant colony and you know just drowning all the poor things and I shooed them away and tried to rescue the ants and suddenly from the ground there erupted this glowing beast of, of tremendous beauty and strangeness and uh, well we've been together ever since. Wow what a story. You were just fast friends then. Indeed. Indeed. Because the, the colony did perish uh, because of the mischief of those lads but auntie uh lives on with with me um and as for strange companions my sister fared much worse her spirit companion is a spirit of peat moss peat moss i we wasn't aware peat. that peat moss can have peat moss called peat is your sister's <laughs> spirit companion i wasn't yeah, even aware indeed. they had a spirit i'm i'm already learning something here well, you'll find there are spirits in, <laughs> in nearly anything Hmm. Given enough time and and life, Given death. my occupation as a cleric, this is perhaps something that I should brush up on. If I'm being honest, I'm more interested in uh, time-space research than spiritual what's-its. Uh, but maybe I should branch out. Tell me, uh, Brantha, we were just touching on the subject of, of where we actually are oh, located. Yes. The, the forest outside of Davenport. We appear to be at a some kind of an overgrown bridge over a babbling brook. It's yes, this is this is the bridge where my life changed course. Oh. So there's a story. As, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's a story. Oh, no, it's do, a story. Please right. do tell. So I mentioned my sister and I had this uh, business with our spirit companions, spirit friendly pest and mold control. Yes. Um, essentially, so no no killing or you know noxious substances involved. We simply commune with the spirits of household pests and convince them to move elsewhere. Hmm. It's very wholesome, very uh, humane. Thank you. Uh, and this worked for a while. We traveled along until my sister started dallying about with a, a roustabout named Charlie Alefoot. Charlie Alefoot. Oh, that just sounds like a troublemaker's name. He's a troublemaker. Long story short, they ran off with our boat and most of our savings, leaving me stranded in Davenport, Davenport with naught but pocket change. Dastardly. So I gathered up what little I had, bought myself a cup of tea and a and a piece of of toast, which is replicated beautifully here by your your magics. Uh, Excellent. All going according to plan. (laughs) Went out to the woods to have a think. Um, I sat right at this very bridge and thought a long time about my interests and passions, uh, Hmm. which mostly are insects, small creatures of the world. You know, there are so many bestiaries devoted to large and wondrous beasts, but hardly any scholarship on uh, the things that are you know, smaller than, than a finger. That's very true. That's, oh, that's very insightful of you. Yeah, yes, I, 
I am surprised to realize I've not considered this before. It's it's true. Uh, larger creatures are, are simply easier and more exciting, generally, to research. Oh. Oh. But uh, the, just you those wait until you big start and paying small. attention. <laughs> oh, sorry and to we, talk over you there. Oh, it's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, we we all have roles to play in the ecological balance of our worlds, and I'm I'm ashamed to say that I haven't considered the little guys. Oh, there's no shame, and I do apologize. I just get so excited about about uh, ants and insects. No, oh, it's uh, a wonderful thing. I, I respect passion. I, I'd love to know more. Uh, may may I pour you a cup of tea? Oh, thank you. Yes. Excellent. I have here uh, a hazelnut brew that I've prepared. Ooh. Don't know if this might appeal to you, but this is this is a hazelnut caramel black tea. So I will pass this to you now. Cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> so, what? got you so interested in the insectile world and the studies of it? Um, well, having a spirit companion who is billions of ants, mostly. I would uh, imagine that's quite motivating. It's, um, their, their inner world is so, uh, it's hard to put into, into, into dwarvish, in, into words, uh, because they, you know, the ants, they do not have language. They communicate mostly via smell. Hmm. I did not know that. Via smell. I, I myself have a bit of a diminished sense of smell. Not something I rely on terribly me, much. Me uh, as but well. This, this tea does smell delightful. Hmm. <laughs> it does. It's very, very nutty. sweet. Yes, nutty and sweet. This is good. Uh, um, so you have buttered toast. Oh, yes. It's, uh, it's simple. It's... What I could afford at the time. What you could afford at the sustaining. Um, you, you know, there's I, nothing wrong with simple food fare. I myself just have a just a, a, a pretty little cupcake to enjoy. Ooh, how delightful! You know, it's it's spring here in the realms now. It's the turn of the seasons. Flowers are blooming, so you now I decided to be a little festive and make some pretty little cupcakes with uh, pastel icing. They're not Ooh. very good, if I'm being honest. I'm I'm a terrible baker. A lot to learn. Spring is a wonderful time to to spot bees mm. as they go about their their beesness. Perhaps my favorite insect, for I do appreciate honey very much. Mm. Indeed, who doesn't? Thank you, bees, for your efforts. Cheers Thank to you. Thank you, bees. Cheers, bees. A toast to bees. Uh, a toast, indeed. <laughs> um, yes, so I I decided to set out uh, to cr craft a bestiary of, of small and lowly creatures. Um, and how's that I, coming along? Well, it's not. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> well, Work in you progress. see, at the time that uh, all of this was going on in my personal life, uh, mm -hmm. the town of Davenport was bustling with adventurers and pirates and and skyfarers of all sorts uh, because this great fiery golden egg had appeared uh, the home of a fire elemental named oh Zanish who promised great treasure to any party of adventurers who could seek out um, 
the the heart of the world's teeth. The heart of the world's teeth is an intimidating title. Is is that an 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 magical artifact of some kind, a holy relic, or or is that a, a physical landmark of some kind? What what is the heart of the world's teeth? It was, uh, I believe, it was a magical artifact. Uh, it was pretty gross when we. So I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm. Uh, so I, you know, with nothing but pocket change to my name, I, I found some old boards and crafted myself a sign, went to the docks, and the sign said, in search of bugs, we'll pay in bugs, <laughs> offering my <laughs> pest control services. That is appealing to a, a very specific audience, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because there were rumors of out in the world's teeth, there were also rumors of mysterious metal-eating bugs, which seemed certainly like a fascinating first entry in my bestiary. Yes, indeed. I could see the, the uses of creatures like that. Well, I set out with a, a crew of pirates who called themselves the Greenhorns. Uh, I began as a passenger, but uh, one thing led to another. There was an army of Githyanki. The captain had a curse. There was a, there were unholy uh, abominations. Oh there was a, oh, what's it called? With the, the guys with all of the eyes. Mm. Lots people? of eyes, round, floating. No, people only have two eyes. Mm. Mm. Cyclops. Nope, nope. That's just the one. That's many one cyclopses. <laughs> it was not many cyclops. Oh, a beholder. Ah. That's what they called it. Uh, I small small town don't know a lot of the many creatures of the wide world. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a bit embarrassed to say, but uh, I I bonded with this pirate crew, and I'm trying out being a pirate. So this is your your current adventure. Then your your current life is is out on the seas in search of adventure and bugs. But funny you should mention seas. Hmm. So oh, by... right. Uh, floating islands. Well, yes. So our current most... So there so many things happened. There were... Mm. Uh, there were plots to take over the minds of all the Warforged. I mentioned our captain had a curse. Our captain eventually turned into a great crystal boat. Hate when that happens. Emerged... It... Right? Um, so inconsiderate. So... Well, it wasn't her fault. There was a there was a lich involved. Uh, always getting in the way of things. They they really are they are the most inconsiderate I've I have found, um, with their great flaming eyes and giant hands of crystal shards. Not the sort of liches that I've encountered, but this we do live in different worlds. Fused with a, a great mind crystal from the far realms. This is a harrowing tale. It, uh, you have had a very colorful life, Brantha. I I wish that I understood more of it so I could tell it to you in more detail. It was all <laughs> sort of a blur. Um, I can imagine why. Lots of lots of arrows being fired. Uh, luckily, Auntie is a, a staunch defender. Um, at any rate, the Greenhorns uh, needed to give our captain time to recover given her new uh, boat form. Mm -hmm. So we set out on, on smaller 
uh, adventures. And as of now, I am accompanying our elven archer to the Fey Realm, yes, which is full of water. This. Really? As far as the eye can see. <gasps> so you live in a world of floating islands, mm-hmm. and visiting the Fey Realm is water as far as the eye can see, just to the horizon. It, it's just a, a massive uh, fairy sea. Indeed. And, hmm. uh, and the pirates there... I, I certainly wasn't expecting it either. The pirates there uh, sail on ships that don't float in the air. They they just stay put on the water. Ah, so this is novel to you. See, this is this is a uh, common w- where I come from. Uh, that uh, the rarity would be vessels that are suspended in the air above you. Well, what a what a surprise and enlightening encounter. Yes, this is very interesting. We are worlds apart. Uh, what is what is new and fascinating for you is is just a simple, commonplace encounter for for myself. So it, it it helps me to recognize that perhaps I should appreciate the marvels of the world that I do live in. That just because something is normal where I'm from doesn't mean that it should be appreciated. Indeed, hmm. it, it's otherworldly and fascinating to to one such as myself so tell me more of the the fey realm how how long have you been there oh i have lost track uh (laughs) as is how it goes with the fey (laughs) indeed there's this fog that makes you live your worst nightmare uh and that's very scary but there are also these delicious fruits called mangoes i've not heard of these Oh, they are delightful. Go. It's uh, it's orange. It's very juicy, fibrous. Um, indeed. So we were adventuring. We found a great tree mm-hmm. that lives in fresh water, but was somehow planted in the middle of this salty. What's the word? Sea. Yes, sea. Yes, um, the sea. And when we were there. Why, the Winter Court, the Winter Court of all, the most harrowing harrowing of all the courts, uh, accused our elven archer of being undead and of a crime that she supposedly committed some four centuries ago. That's quite a long time to continue holding someone accountable for their actions. Well, we do... Was, she did not we are arguing that she is not guilty certainly not of being undead well, best uh, of luck also, with that best of luck arguing with any fey over anything <laughs> doesn't end well in my experience but you know perhaps no. perhaps I'm to be proven wrong oh no we've met several people for whom it has gone very poorly ah. uh, but we we cannot let one of our fellow greenhorns be well, I don't even know what the punishment would be but we can't leave her behind it's we, all for one one for was, all mm-hmm. and we believe that she was possessed by a fire elemental at the time that the arson happened so 
you have had so many experiences in, in what seems like a relatively short amount of time. Is, is this sort of cadence of adventure common in, in, your, in your life and in, in the lives of the people of your world? I don't know. You don't it know. seems to be. <laughs> if you were given the chance, would you retire from all this and just live a, a, a peaceful, a comfortable life with, with what you have gained already? Or, or does this uh, thrill-seeking, adventuring life uh, appeal to you? Is this what you want? What do you want, Brantha? Ooh, that is, that is the question. Uh... Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm really not sure. Thank you for asking it. I, um, you know, my life has gone in so many unexpected directions and I thought I wanted one thing and then another thing happened. I'm mm. um, here at this pirate crew. I seem to be doing well, playing my part. Uh, but not playing one's part in the way like one is expected to in a small town. Yes. Uh, I, I get to be a benefit to those around me and also see the world, meet, meet cool new people, meet interesting bugs, <laughs> meet people such as you. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I am quite pleased to have become a part of your ongoing story here and and uh, honored to have you as part of mine in, in this ongoing experiment of mine <laughs> i never expected the results that i have attained already this is only my second time uh, but last week i was speaking with a demigod which was wow. startling to say the least well, <laughs> i was not prepared for that nor Ooh. for the flock of falcons that followed us oh my I, I hope I'm not too much of a disappointment after a demigod. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no, this you. is much more my speed. <laughs> See, I can handle this, just speaking with just, a, just a, a, a regular old mortal. This is much better in my... Well, although, I shouldn't assume, art thou mortal? I believe so. I've not died yet. <laughs> but I, I have no reason to believe that You're when, I, when death it. comes, it will... <laughs> right. Cheers to hopefully not being dead yet. To staying alive. So, Brantha. Yes? Oh, what was your name again? Oh, uh, I am Mars. 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 Yes, Mars. This bridge... Why this bridge in particular being being so important to you that we would be brought back here? Do you intend to return to this bridge at some point? I know this is where your story began, where your adventures began. Do you often think back on this place and wish to return to it? Is that why we are here now? Hmm. I think that why we are here now is that I... As you, as you have found out in, through the course of your questions, I have mm. a choice to make about what I, what I want yes. from, my, from my career as a, as a spiritualist medium, as an adventurer, as a pirate. I have a decision to make, um, just as I had a decision to make then. And I think perhaps the, uh, 
pondering uh, nature of my of my soul at this point uh, interacted with your magics to to bring us to this place of of that was of great pondering in my life. Fascinating to think that the magic would recreate a memory of an important location to bring us both to. Hmm. There's much to learn. Although I've I've managed to make this connection stable, at least for the time being, uh, if I'm being completely honest, I don't fully understand the workings of this particular magic. It's a it's a work in progress. Uh, but there's I no very need little for magic you myself. To... <laughs> well, Brantha, there's no need for you to make a, a decision out of haste uh, to figure out what it is that you that you want. You have the rest of your life to decide that. So long as you do, you know, stay alive, being a pirate and all, this might be, this might be a precarious career path that you've uh, embarked upon at this juncture in your life, but it may not always be as such. I, I hope that you are able to arrive at the decision of what it is that you want and that it brings you satisfaction, uh, whatever it is that you may decide. Uh, for the time being, However, I believe that uh, my cup runneth dry, so I suppose I am going to scoop up some of this brook water here and brew up a fresh pot. Would you be interested? Oh, indeed, I would. Excellent. Well then, this will only take a moment. Ah, and here we are. So I will pour us another cup of this hazelnut tea to share. Oh, thank you. Of course, it's my pleasure. A third steeping would make this too weak, I believe. It's a very subtle taste, so this will be all for now. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned that uh, I'm glad that you like it. It's it's always hmm just um, a lucky guess, I suppose, as to whether my guest will actually appreciate the tea that I've brought them. <laughs> I suppose the demigod would have refined tastes. Yes, uh, thankfully we uh, seem to be at a bistro. I'm not Ooh. sure if I'm saying it correctly. He was able to uh, summon some sort of a servant to uh, bring us... Uh, the food and drink that he required, so that certainly took the pressure off of me, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that when you um, came to this bridge to begin with, the day that your life changed, you had both butter toast and a cup of tea. What tea was that? What do you like? Oh, it was a, a calming, um, the uh, apothecary assistant said it would... Uh be a stress-free tea. It was a calming rose and mint tincture. Rose and mint is one of my favorite combinations. That's wonderful. I wow. have some right here. Yes. I, I have here a, a rose mint tea that I've, I've frozen into uh, cubes to keep my beverage cool. Hmm. Ooh, that magic must really come in handy for making a frozen beverage. It absolutely does. Yes. I believe there's hmm, uh, much opportunity to be had in the realm of uh, uh, working magics toward a, a culinary delights. Hmm. Magic improves lives studying. in so many ways. 
Oh, after I bonded with my spirit companion, I considered studying magic formally, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't for me. Why not for you? Uh, was it difficult or just distasteful? Uh, it was it was difficult. Mm. It was I I I enjoy books and reading them uh, very much. I do, but uh you know, one can only read for so many hours in a day. Uh, I also <laughs> I, I find I do enjoy being out in nature, in uh, out in the world, as it were. What is it about nature that you enjoy? Be- besides the, the bugs, is it just soothing? Do you feel like you're mm, not in the hustle and bustle of modern living? You can just be yourself. What is it that's so appealing about being out in nature? Hmm, what an excellent question. Uh, I find... In the world as fractured as the one I am from, uh, mm. it becomes necessary to savor any connection, savor and nurture any connection one can find. Um, and being among nature and seeing the interplay of root systems and the ecosystems of gnats and frogs and birds and and bog moss, uh, seeing how it's all interconnected reminds me that you know even separated from my home or even if i am having trouble fitting in with my new companions uh that i am still a a part of the universe and and an integral part of the world well said i i believe that that sort of awareness of your place in the workings of the world and the the multiverse around us uh, is more rare these days than than it should be. I, I believe that uh, more people should consider their their place in the the grand workings of all things. It's it's humbling, uh, but in that humility, there is um, something beautiful to be found an appreciation for life and the world around us. Uh, now, Brantha, being out in nature, it's not all beauty. There is also oh, great no. danger. Indeed. How do you protect yourself when, when you're faced by a dire beast or what have you? Oh, uh, a- Auntie, I hide behind Auntie ah. for the most part. <laughs> hide behind the billions of spirit ants. Indeed, yes. Uh, and she's quite corporeal when she wants to be. <laughs> a very practical choice there. I can respect that. <laughs> Not much can stand against an entire horde of ants. Oh, <laughs> very, very few can. <laughs> what has been one of your greatest battles to date? Ooh. Ah. A true mm. test of metal. Oh, it's so hard to remember because it, uh, you know, when the when the battle gets going and your blood is pumping and and there's so much fear and fighting and chaos, it's mm. uh, it can be hard for the mind to uh, recall and put into words. Um, That's true, and especially and please, surrounded by. If if it is difficult to for you to return mentally to a, a place of, of danger and violence like that then uh, we may abandon this topic utterly i do not mind C- certainly the first few battles uh were such uh there was a mm. recent 
um, battle that I, I don't mind talking about uh, because uh, it was against silt skeletons. Oh. Uh, skeletons uh, formed from the restless spirits of the undead uh, inhabiting the silt of the sea. Sea, yes, the sea. Oh, and right, yes, the, the sea, a foreign thing for you. I imagine that creatures made of the, the matter of the, the belly of the sea would be quite disturbing. Indeed. Well, it turned out we were struggling mm. mightily because for every one silt skeleton we would vanquish, three more would arise from the waves. And like there a terrible were... hydra of bones. Indeed. Very terrible. And there were a few... Um, they weren't bigger, but they were certainly more important-seeming. <coughs> Pardon me. When oh, I, I talk a long time, my voice gets tired. Uh, and they had these, these weapons we had never encountered before. They were like an arcane baton that fired with a crack of lightning and, and uh, oh flung a projectile at um, imperceivable speeds. I would be terrified to stand against uh, such a such a device. Uh, were they were they all carrying these? Uh, only only the ones with golden skulls. Golden skull silt mm -hmm. skeletons carrying batons that projected objects at lightning speed. It was it was quite a battle, and we we mm. would have fallen had a and third type of skeleton we we don't know its name we called it the bone wheel skeleton because it had the wheel of a ship affixed to its back and a skull on every wheel and it could rotate the wheel to have a different skull on its head and use different uh fighting styles oh my and i would i would feel overwhelmed with such a creature in my presence well, where do we, we even were... begin with that <laughs> We were fighting these silt skeletons, trying to reclaim the golden skulls to exchange them for the services of a, of a necromancer in our trial, to be an expert witness that our, our friend was not, in fact, undead. Oh, right. I forgot that all of this was pertaining to a, a murder trial. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and, but this, this bone wheel skeleton was also hunting the golden skulls. Uh, we fought mightily, um, and... So, find and could not prevail against this skeleton because every time we figured out its moves it would switch heads and we would be lost again that must be uh, frustrating then i had the brilliant idea mm. to speak to this skeleton ah yes diplomacy indeed and how did that go it went very well oh uh, it, surprise we, we split the golden skulls, uh, giving it to, uh, because it did vanquish uh, the lion's share of the of the baton wielding skeletons. Uh, but we only needed one. <laughs> Brantha, I am amazed at the lengths that you have been willing to go to to prove your friend's innocence. They must mean a great deal to you. She does. She is a, a worshipper of Melora, who I am 
is not the god I was raised to worship, the goddess. Mm. Uh, but I am beginning to come around, oh. I think, to, you found to the goddess of the wilds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goddess of the wilds. This makes sense, given your um, affinity for nature, for the, the creatures of nature, big and small. It makes sense that the goddess of the wild would appeal to you. Indeed. I, I don't know that I would worship her in the same way as my friend. My friend can be really very rigid mm. about uh, <laughs> what is and is not an abomination. Uh, well, faith comes I... in all shapes and sizes. It does. It what matters does. is your intention. How would you honor this goddess? Ooh, what a thought-provoking question. How would I honor the goddess Malora? Well, I might meditate in a forest. Much like this one. Much like this one. I might uh, spend time with my spirit companion and learn more about the, the interplay of insects on the forest floor. Meditating with Auntie uh, has opened my eyes to many of the, the symbiotic and, and parasitic relationships that happen beneath our very feet speaking of relationships that brings me back to something uh, oh. brantha i'm very interested in your name Lamphammer. i believe you said was your your family mm -hmm. name where does that come from do you do you wield a lamp as a hammer uh, how did this come to be Ooh, that's <laughs> that's a bit of a sore subject uh, i mentioned Ooh. i was from a, a mining Sorry. town oh that's all right uh you're from a different plane of existence, so you yes. probably didn't hear about the uh, hammer lamp tragedy. I have not. Oh, good my, heavens. Uh, my grandfather was a bit of a tinkerer uh, and invented uh, the hammer lamp, uh, a combination lamp and hammer, uh, thinking it would Sounds be Sounds quite useful. Well, especially in a mining town. It's quite right. dark in caves. Um, it it uh, turns out striking lamps very hard against rock can be explosive uh, and hmm. caused a cave-in oh, uh, that brought great shame upon our family name and we were marked with the name Lamphammer. Have you inherited your, your grandfather's affinity for tinkering by any chance? No. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I take more after my grandmother. Uh, she was a, a bit of a, a wily old gal. Uh, she also liked to meditate in the, in the bogs. Mm. Considered herself a bit of a fortune teller. A fortune teller. To the teller. local youths. A and what of you then? Are, 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 do you also tell fortunes? Do you take that from your grandmother as well? Well, I have her fortune-telling cards, although I, I haven't used oh. them very much. You have them now. I, they, are, they have appeared here beside me in their, in their own box. Well, I am tempted. I'm very curious. Would you like me to would read we? your fortune? Could we? Yes, I would, I would love nothing more. This sounds very fun. Let's open this up. Excellent. I've never had my fortune read. I've only read fortunes a couple of times. 
so it may not be an accurate one. I'm, uh... Well, you're I new to this, I'm spirits. new to this. <laughs> Equal experience. Exper experiments all around. <laughs> so, this, I believe my grandmother got this from a, a printmaker named Emmy Brady. The Brady Tarot. The Brady Tarot. And this, this was your grandmother's own deck of cards, then? It, it was, it was. Wow. Well, shuffle it. What is the question you would like to ask the cards, Mars? Oh, um... Oh, I didn't know there would be a question. What... Uh, wow, what question would I ask a mystical deck of fortune-telling cards from another world? Mmm... All right. Well... Let me think. What... What fate awaits me at the end of this journey of the magical experiment that I've begun seeking out individuals across time and space to meet for tea? Ah. What is my fate at the end of this road? That sounds like a perfect question to do a, a classic three-card spread of past, present, and future so we can see Ooh. the arc of your fate. Yes, please. Right. Shuffling. Would you like to cut the deck? Oh, yes. I'll just take this from the top and put this to the side and from the bottom and put that on the top and then from the middle to the bottom, Ooh. from oh, the I'm bottom to, to the top. <laughs> Started from the bottom and now we're here. And now we're here. Oh, I didn't know you had that tune, that uh, folk song in your realm as well. <laughs> Some things do carry over. Some things carry over. Ah, uh, <laughs> God bless bards. A small worlds. <laughs> so the first card. This might be for me. The cards may be confused. Uh, we have justice. Justice. Uh, Hmm. So, balancing the scales, finding what is right. Perhaps you are yearning to uh, engage with experiences of people uh, outside your realm. You are uh, wanting true. to balance your loneliness with company. This is company. also true. For the present, We have the Six of Arrows. Uh, in some other tarot decks, it corresponds to the Six of Swords. This Should is... I be watching for swords and arrows raining down on me then? Oh no, it's simply the, the suit of the suit. There are cups and swords and pentacles ah. and, uh, and wands. Uh, I have this... just learned of axe evasion from my previous guests, but, uh, but I'm not prepared for swords and arrows. Ah, or so cups. this this card speaks to escape from from a situation. Uh, perhaps you are escaping your loneliness right now. I'm escaping are... many things right now. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Responsibility um, being one of them. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> and the fate, the future card, the fate card. Ah, temperance. 
Temperance, not what I was expecting. What does the Temperance card mean for me? It is a, it is a form of alchemy, the union of opposites. You see the, uh, the twin snakes around the tree. I do. The water flowing by. It is balance and healing. Perhaps your fate will be to be healed of your loneliness by forming relationships with, with those that you meet along the way. Yes, beginning from a seat of justice, then accosted by arrows and swords and cups, resulting in twin snakes wrapped upon a tree. Yes, this sounds quite believable. Yeah, the cards are mysterious. <laughs> well, thank you, Brantha. Well, you're welcome, Mars. Is there anything else that you, you would like to discuss with me? Uh, it, I can feel the, the magic of the, the crystals that power our connection is beginning to fade. It, it takes me uh, several days to recharge them, so we must make the best use of our time. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss with me? I will, I will leave you with a fun fact about ants that is oh. uh, also inspiring. How charming. I'll write this in, down. When, when in the forest it rains a great deal and there is a flood, mm -hmm. some species of ants gather together and form a great ball of their own bodies, huh. holding together against the flood and rotating so that they get turns in the air. That is fascinating. It, it, almost, almost like a bridge over water. Over troubled water. Ah, oh, what a, what a beautiful concept. That is, that is an excellent note to end on. Brantha, thank you for your time, for sharing with me a simple cup of tea, for your companionship. And I, I wish you all the best and that you, you find what you're looking for, that you, you find the answer to your question, what do you want, and that you stay alive despite it all. And I wish the same for you, Mars. Good <laughs> luck with your experiments. Thank you. And, well, I suppose until we may meet again, cheers, Brantha. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Homebrew to D&D Tea Party is hosted by Mars, as played by me, Ryan Blake Hall. Today's guest was Brantha Lamphammer, as played by my friend Theo. The music you heard was Easy Lemon and Sweeter Vermouth by Kevin McLeod. And this episode is recorded live at twitch.tv slash storytellermars and edited for release as a podcast. Join us when the show is live for the full, unedited experience. 